We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Invasion by Story Archives. I am your host, Mario Busto, alongside... Zachary Newton, your other host. Welcome back. We are back, y'all, and not just back to cover a single episode. No, Zach. No. We're unveiling the biggest episode so far. That's We're right. calling it working title, The Megapod. And what is this Megapod going to do? We are encompassing all of what we haven't covered yet in Invasion Season 1 with this Megapod, episodes 4 through 10. Yep. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be great, it's, though. It's a lot to cover, but let, let me run you, the audience, down on uh, what's going to happen right now. Season 2 premieres tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, as, a, as we are recording this, it is 11, 16 p.m. Eastern time for those who live in the East Coast of the United States. And there is no possible way we are going to be able to cover episodes 4 through 10 in a span of 24 hours. Mm-mm. At least at this point in our careers as, uh, as podcasters. However, what we can do and what we are going to do is we're going to cover episodes 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10 from a high level. We're going to go through all the character arcs. From Casper, Jamila, and Trev to Anisha, Ahmed, and Mitsuki. We're going to cover them all. We're going to see their arcs of where we went from episodes 4 through 10, where they ended up at the end of the season, and where they could be heading in season 2. Let me tell you, Zach. Yeah? I think we're in for a ride. I think we're in for a ride. Because as season 2 is approaching, when we're done with this Megapod, we're also going to do a season 2 trailer breakdown. So stay tuned for that. And let us know how you're liking Invasion. I have been watching a lot of recaps on YouTube about Invasion. I've been watching the show. I've even listened to some audience members' opinions of Invasion. And I got to say, I think it's a little bit small-minded, some of the crit- criticisms I've heard of Invasion. Most people, I'd say 8 out of 10 people love Invasion. But for the two of you out there who don't like it, I think you got to think about these stories not as disjointed stories. You have to be patient because they're all coming together like one hive-minded mothership. One hive-minded alien mothership. So, by the way, I don't like hive minds, so. Yeah, they're kind of creepy. And I'll raise you this, because you were talking crap about uh, the way the aliens looked briefly when you saw a little glimpse of the trailer. Well, I was was talking about the CGI, but yes, okay. Go for it. Putting you on blast. Have you ever played Age of Empire or any sort of like RTS game where you are managing an empire and you're going to war against other nations? I've played uh, like Command and Conquer and Red Alert and all okay. of those things, but so, that's probably so the closest you, to that. So what do you do when you are one of those countries? Do, what unit do you send out first, usually? I send out my scouts. I save my right. tanks for, for later. So could it be that these little dog aliens, these little creatures, are just the scouts? They're the first ship that got there? I definitely think that's the case. I, I, I think, I mean... We, we've seen a glimpse of something that was bigger, which is what uh, Trev and his crew ran into in the desert. And uh, it may have been episode three. Um, but we also get like little little hints of more that is out there in outer space. And I absolutely think we're just going to continue to see larger and larger things here. I don't, I don't know how many levels we're going to have here, but there's definitely something bigger. These, these were just some small things trying to figure out what they're up against. That's about it. I hope that's the case because I would like to see more sophisticated creatures than these little... Like, it's hard for me to believe that these spider creatures made it across space. You get me? That well, they're in, they're in a, like some mothership, I'm sure. Like, they're, yes. they're in yes. ships. But I want to see some sort of humanoid-looking aliens, you know, that walk around and stuff like that. Not just these spider creatures. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't no, know. I'm talking crap. I don't know if we're going to. I I, I think we're gonna see larger, Spiders. organic looking things and more 
of these little things. Like like we're gonna send in the they're gonna send in the infantry along with some tanks coming up in season two would be my best guess. Although I do think that we are going to stick with this very um, liquid-looking alien. Like it, it just has this natural flow to it. I don't think we're going to deviate with that because uh, we see that even in some of the. Uh, uh, the close-ups that we get of just like the little pieces of the ship fragments and whatnot that have fallen to Earth. I want some like Prometheus alien versus predator looking aliens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want a, I want a physical threat. You know, granted these spiders can definitely impale you with the, you know their pincers, but they just they're kind of stupid at the same time. I would like some very intelligent creature mm. to invade the Earth. I want something. I also am not a big fan of a hive mind situation where like, you know, Death Star style, you know, you got to bomb the Death Star and there's one vulnerability in the Death Star is if you fire a missile in this little hole, the whole damn thing will explode. Like, <laughs> I hate that personally. Yeah. I don't want to have like one hive mind where everything ends. No, I'd like to see, you know, this is a war of attrition. Like, you got to like take out, you know, one alien outpost and you got to go after the, the next, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it might kind of start to pivot that way, you know. Because we know that we can kill them individually somehow, though there is not, has not been enough time to mass produce any weapons that could do that. Yeah. And we got some interesting players in the show, right? We have Casper, who seems to have these, this medical condition, this, this, this seizure mm -hmm. condition where he's connecting somehow to seeing the alien's perspective. You know, yes, he's picking up words like Wajo and other words. And at the end of the season, we find after there and we'll go through, you know, everything that occurs, it's presumed that he is dead. Mm -hmm. I should have probably prefaced uh, this entire episode by letting people know that this is a spoiler. Like if you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, we did title it episodes four through ten. So if you are listening, I hope that you realize we are literally going to cover many different things and different topics from episode four through episode right. 10. So if you haven't seen all of season one yet, don't listen to this. Go yeah. watch it because season two comes out tomorrow and then listen to this. Yeah. What's interesting about Casper is that when we, when we meet him, we know he has a sketchbook where he's making these drawings. Yep. And so he's been connected to these aliens for a while. It's almost, he's like prophetic in a way, you know, mm -hmm. because he, there's moments where he draws things that he hasn't seen before. Like, uh, for example, Trevante's, um, his military group's emblem that he, yeah. that he draws a skull, right? Mm -hmm. That's something he's never seen in person, but he's seeing there, right? Yeah. And it does make you wonder, we know he can stop the aliens. I don't think that those aliens in the hospital stopped because of the nuke. I think they stopped because, because of, of him. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And they also seem to be targeting him. Now, whether these aliens are targeting certain kids or certain people with powers that are connected to the aliens, because it seems like Luke, Anisha's son, is also connected somehow, right? He's the only mm -hmm. one who didn't get a bloody nose. Although I've seen some theories that are wondering whether that bloody nose, he didn't have it because of um, the rock that he found. But mm. who knows? Who knows? I don't think that he found that rock before. I like, don't think I, so either. That, I, think, I think the whole bloody nose thing was way before that rock. I think you're right. Yeah. It is very convenient, though, that they have found this rock that is essentially the kryptonite to these aliens. So that now they're probably going to try to manufacture the material of this rock into bullets and all sorts of uh, military uh, weapons, right? Mm -hmm. It that is would be also a smart next move. <laughs> it's also interesting that that nuke did seem to have some effect to to pause things because although the humans prematurely uh, celebrated the demise of the aliens. I mean, and pretty foolishly so. What do you think? Is it going to just be one ship that went? Yeah, yeah man. They, they turned to partying like instantly. Yeah, no. Anisha's gut instinct to not go back home was the right call in that sense. So we'll see what happens in season two. But going to Casper again, his kind of arc throughout the series is embracing this, this weakness of his, this, this seizured weakness that he has, right? Because mm -hmm. he's run out of the meds for it. Uh, he's to blame for the bus, bus crashing into this giant landfill, or not landfill, this quarry. Um, and he pretty much conquers his fear of standing up to Monty, the bully who is 
Uh, he has his own redemption arc in the show, at least that we see a little bit of, or he has this hard, rough exterior, but he really just comes from this uh, dysfunctional home, you know, this dysfunctional family who we don't know full details on, but we can only assume the story that he tells Casper is at least partially true yeah. uh, about his father um, sleeping with his secretary and leaving his mom and all that sort of thing. I would imagine that it's true. I mean, Casper kind of realizes it's true. At least the broad strokes are, right? Yeah. Um, but he is the typical bully. Thankfully, do we, we do see him come around a little bit. After Casper makes like the most incredible climb... Okay, I, yeah, we I need to talk about him this. to die on that. I was like, need, that's a long climb. This. We need to absolutely talk about this. They fall into a quarry that has to be at least 200 feet deep, mm -hmm. okay? And all of these kids, some of these kids are little chubby fat kids. I mean, they're not athletic. These kids, for the most part, are not world rock climbers. No. And they all, one by one, having not eaten anything in about two days, all climb out of this sheer rock wall that just goes vertically straight up. No one's out of breath when they get to the top. No one's like, they just continue walking as they exit this quarry after climbing this whole thing. Mm -hmm. You're telling me nobody, not a single student, fell down yeah. on this climb? No yeah. tattered clothes, you know, no bleeding hands. This is rock. Like that they are. Have you ever rock climbed before? Uh, yes, I have. And it is very tiring. Your hands, if you're not, if you don't have that, even if you have that powder, your hands are done for. Anyways, that's, that's yeah, all I have to say. I, I, I probably would have fallen. I'm just saying. It makes, um, Juliet's climb in silo, that rope <laughs> climb, look like a, a walk downhill compared yeah. to what these kids just climbed up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Anyways, continuing on, uh, mind you, half of these kids stay behind to eat snacks on a truck waiting for help instead of going back to the city to their, to their families. Um, but I digress. Let's wrap up where Casper leaves off. There's a final standoff where they meet with Trevante, who has lost all hope in a bar. He's kind of drunk, given up on the idea of reconnecting with his wife. Mm -hmm. uh, and... He goes with them pretty much believing that Casper has these powers because he sees this emblem of his unit on the sketchbook, right? And correct yeah. me if I'm wrong anywhere here. And at this hospital, as they're trying to go meet up with Jamila after Casper finds out that his mother's been killed, uh, pretty terribly so, mm -hmm. they have this stand against the aliens who know that Casper's there. It seems that although he has this Harry Potter-like ability to see into behind the enemies uh behind the enemy lines mm -hmm. he also draws them in when he connects right yeah so in doing so a bunch of aliens come to the hospital they narrowly escape but casper really doesn't because he is presumed dead his brain goes dead with that seizure uh final stand that he does to pause the the aliens from attacking trevante and jamila however it does coincide at the exact same time that the americans nuke the mothership that they uh, triangulated to Hinata's uh, signal, right? Mm -hmm. So, eh, the verdict is still out. Although I think Casper's powers were able to stop these aliens, it is possible that the nuke may have stopped it as well. You never know. I personally think that he stopped the aliens around him. Um, there, there was definitely a connection. And, you know, there, there was this moment where they stopped moving and he seemed exhausted, which, I mean... I could understand if you just stopped a bunch of aliens with your brain. Yeah. Um, but then moments later, it wasn't right at that time. Moments later, he, he did end up collapsing. And that was clearly after the nuke went off. That was when we started to see all of the aliens drop. Do you, do you think he partially died because the nuke hit the mothership? Yes. And so he, because he had some connection that he was connected to, he also died of it. Yes. Moments I, I, I think that's, that's what happened. And... I mean, again, spoilers if, if you haven't watched the show, but as we get in the very end, we, we start to see some very trippy things where, you know, it, it appears that he wakes up. And I, I think he's still alive, though we haven't seen him IRL, right? Like it's been, uh, it's like scenes in his mind that are being played back to him or something like that. 
And in his mind, he's meeting people he's never seen before. He's also seeing these very ab- abstract visions that look something straight out of a Terrence Malick film. Mm-hmm. And um, he meets Sonata's father. Yeah. Who which, hands him the compass of his daughter. Yeah, which is interesting, which makes me wonder when when he comes back, because I do believe he will. I do believe he'll wake up, especially as this hive mind comes back to life. I think that'll probably re- revive him somehow. Mm-hmm. Um I'm wondering, is uh, is Hinata like in him, like somehow, like like how else would he have seen Hinata's father? Like that seems a little bizarre to me. Well, in episode nine, we do get a glimpse that Hinata's possibly alive, although they're not yeah. noticing any breathing in her uh, recording. Now, could it be possible that the aliens are sustaining her in some way? You know mm. that there's uh. That they have some technology that doesn't mean you'll automatically die in space. Maybe they have a way to vacuum. You know what I mean? Like a kind of seal a spot. Because uh, essentially, Mitsuki determines, because there's audio coming through from yeah. Hinata, that the cabin wasn't, like, it wasn't fully breached. Mm-hmm. But we did see the hole. We literally see the hole blow open in the oh, yeah. ship. So, maybe there's something that they can't explain yet. And that she possibly could be alive. But she seems to be in the sort of black void that Casper finds himself in when he's presumably dead. Right? Floating in this space. Yeah. You know? I mean, she is, she is floating in outer space. I do like your theory, though, that maybe the aliens are keeping her alive. I did not think about that. Mm-hmm. I did write in my notes. I was like, how, how is it that she's still alive days after this event with the little bit of oxygen that would have been in that suit? Well, according to Trevante, when he's getting debriefed, right, because he leaves after, he doesn't want to unplug Casper because he has his own traumatic experiences, possibly what caused him to leave his wife, which was their newborn son dying, right? Um, He gets debriefed by this military official, or maybe this intelligence official, who tells him the aliens were attempting to terraform Earth. Mm -hmm. Now, Anisha, when she's performing a surgery, she finds like this little black alien organism. Yep. inside of some person's body. Could they just be hijacking human bodies in some way, you know? And maybe part of that terraforming is to just pretty much like, a, you know, old alien movie, pretty much to hijack <laughs> the body, like hijack the brain and exist as that uh, creature, you know? Yeah, very well could be. I, I mean, I, I would not be shocked by that. Yeah, it, it's possible. It's definitely possible. It would be far-fetched a bit. But it's sci-fi and it's about a bunch of aliens invading Earth. So I think they can get away with what they want if it's, if it's well done enough. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, altogether, I, I don't understand the, some of the hate out there for the show. I, I truly don't get it. It's a riveting show. I mean, episode six is a damn thriller movie when Anisha yeah, is man. protecting her family from the aliens inside the house. Like it's, that, that episode will make you like be on the edge of your seat. That episode drew me in a, a ton. I, I I really liked it. It could I feel like it could have been its own like little movie. Little like yeah. short yeah, like it's its own little movie. Um and it would have been just fine as a standalone. Like I don't I don't even know that I needed to to know everything that happened before to just be invested into this. Cause the entire episode is like this mystery of what's going on. You'd never see this alien until like a little bit at the end. Yeah. And it was it was great. I, I liked the pivot in the storytelling there. Let's leave off with Trevante or continue with Trevante since he's connected to the Casper storyline. It sucks to see him go back to the States, although he needed to reconnect with his wife. Yeah. He does reconnect with her and she's not having it at first, but he promises to leave the military to spend more time with her and blah, blah, blah. Then they reconnect and mm-hmm. she says she'll give him another chance. They go to this beach and they see this mothership. <laughs> on the beach because I think all of the characters saw this in the sky but they're the ones that they actually reveal it on yeah because you see at one point Mitsuki looks in the sky and then Anisha looks in the sky and like all the characters look in the sky at one point I read somewhere that that ship that he's looking at yeah is a combination of a mothership with the Japanese uh, ship that Hinata was on like Hmm. her ship is almost connected to it in a way and when you look at it, it kind of does look like the space shuttle is connected to it. But I can't confirm nor deny that that is the reality of that. All it tells me is that 
these aliens, the rest of the battalion has arrived uh, to follow up whatever the scouts started. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I would also assume that there's more than just the one ship that we saw. Like, I think there's, we, we, we see that there is one that has crashed into, uh, what, Brazil, I believe it was. Yes. Like the, uh, like the jungles of Brazil, there's mothership. Mm-hmm. Very like arrival style. If you've watched Arrival. Yes. Um, where they go to the ship and the ship actually looks like it's healing itself in some mm-hmm. way. Um, which is interesting, like whether this ship actually crashed there or if it was intentionally <laughs> landed there. You know what I mean? I think it crashed. Like the the, the ship that we saw that was on the ground kind of seemed, um, it seemed like it may have been the one that was hit with the nuke hmm. and somehow fell to the earth. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming. Because it, it totally does look like it's healing itself. I, I, I completely think it is because as it, it, appears to be healing itself we start to see all of these other aliens revive a little bit like we, yeah. we see movement in them again yeah continue on continuing on here let's go with anisha perhaps the most complicated storyline and the most well-developed of the four is anisha's you know she mm-hmm. have the start of the season she has this idyllic family life until she finds out that her husband's been cheating on her and now we find out earlier in the season that the husband actually Ahmed has had a child with Amanda or she's pregnant with his child yes. and so it, it complicates matters all the more and so she's constantly grappling with the idea that um, she's trying to keep her family together while also dealing with a scumbag of a husband who's cheating on her behind her back, ungrateful, and overall, genuinely a piece of crap for about nine out of ten episodes in this series. <laughs> yes, I could not stand him at any point in this episode or season. To be honest, he was extremely annoying. Um, though he he does finally, uh, I guess, grow a pair and man up for a for a very short moment in the series. Yeah, at the end when he essentially sacrifices himself to save his family in the woods, yeah. but there's no body. So I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. There's no body. You know the motto on the show. There's possibility that they bring him back for season two. Hey, Luke is saying the same thing, right? I mean, look, the world is over, essentially. You know, what are you hiding bodies for? You know? Yeah, it's a, it's a fair point. But, I mean, there was blood. And he does not look like a fighter to me, so. No, he most certainly is not a fighter. Yeah, yeah. He, it, I mean, it could just be flesh wounds, who knows? Well, we got a, th- a couple of things going on for Anisha that, you know, they laid the, you know, they planted the seeds of her being a doctor. And in doing that, you have the possibility that she reconnects with this military base. You know, she has a, she had a pretty good setup when she was, assisting them on the medical side they even gave her like this giant vip room to stay in you know yeah and she was actually with a man who you know seemed to be interested in her which was a change for her that was a change for her she she did seem to have uh a nice place to stay though the protection around her i can't say much about it i mean i I don't think she's had a lot of luck at all uh she she ends up seeing a bunch of military guys that are you know just ripped up beat up killed across the the road as she you know tries to run back to that that little home that her and her family were staying in for a moment with this old couple yeah um but even even later on in the series when they take they being the military take anisha ahmed luke and i forget the daughter's name um out of like this hospital as they're going to, you know, bring them to this other location. They get attacked on the road. And I don't think her protection killed a single person that was attacking them. Well, it seemed like they had somebody on the inside. That guy, the military member who was uh, talking to Ahmed in the forest seems to have been perhaps working with those uh, civilian soldiers or, you know, militia. I thought it was a civilian that just put on the the uh, camo yeah. of somebody that they killed. So we're left with 
Anisha essentially taking care of her two kids, right? Mm -hmm. And the next step for her, I would assume, would be to try to backtrack and find that military community because she doesn't know. She's assuming Ahmed's dead and she has to move on. So what would be the safest place she could take her kids is to probably uh, shack up with those uh, military, the military platoon that uh, needs doctors, right? Yeah. It's probably, I mean, I don't think she's going to spend the entire next season over there, but I think that's a reasonable start. It would be the next place to to go. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, hell, she almost, it felt like she almost abandoned her family in this episode. Or in the uh, in episode six, when she's in the back of the ambulance and she's going to the next town, and you're thinking to yourself like, okay, how many towns are you gonna go to today to uh, to to go save people? You know, uh, it, it was episode five. You well, sure? no, no, she she start, she started coming back during episode six. That's when she comes back. She finds that the house is empty. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, or it's silent, and there's an alien inside because the the tea kettle's on there, and it's it's always a tea kettle. Man, There's always a tea it is. Around. It is. She trips over the like the, the dead dog and everything. Yeah. Man, this this elderly couple when uh, we first met them, yeah, I I was like, I was not having it with them. I, they they looked so suspicious. They sounded so suspicious. I was like, that's because this guy is gonna gonna like murder everybody and eat. That's because we're from the city. <laughs> we don't trust people easily. Yeah, that's true. But these were the nicest people trying to survive an alien invasion you could ever meet. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for them, they both die. Yeah. Unfortunately, this show has a lot of like has like almost no patience for good Samaritans, no. right? Like Trevante ghosts two of them, right? He has the nomad in the desert who saves him, and he says peace out. Then he has the woman who's taking care of Chavez in the basement, his mm-hmm. uh his comrade, and he says peace out. Mm-hmm. The only people he helped was that family that he traded his gun in for to give them safe passage to London. Yeah, on the back I mean, of the plane. He he even kind of dipped out on on Casper in the end. There he didn't yeah, want to go in and and hang he's with. He dipped him. on everyone. He's yeah. literally dipped on everyone. And and his wife. I mean, I guess that's a pattern for him. Though yeah. he's finally finally back home. On to Mitski. Okay. Mm-hmm. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Well, actually, going back to Anisha, there's still a mystery with Luke. I don't know where that's going to go in the next season. He still has that rock. Yes. I don't know what that's going to lead to. I have no idea. He doesn't seem to have Casper-level powers here or a Casper-type connection to these aliens. No. And it is going to be interesting to see how the storylines intersect because I think do think all four of these characters' storylines are going to intersect, by the way. Um, I mean, by the way, speaking of intersecting storylines, remember I said earlier in the season, I think it was episode one or two. Uh, I think it was two. When you meet Casper and the bus crashes into the quarry. Yeah. And I said, what if that was a, the ship, the Japanese ship, like a debris from the ship? That's, that's what I thought. Well, it turned out to be the Rus- a Russian satellite, but, it, you know, it's all connected in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could also, I wouldn't be surprised if we're introduced to brand new protagonists in season two to start the season, like uh, additional characters, so to speak. I think we'll see additional characters. I do. Um, I mean, we at least have to... I guess replace uh, Sam Neill. Well, we can talk about that more towards the end of the episode because I think there's three characters that the verdict is out on as to whether they are alive or not. Uh, okay. And we can talk about them at the end. But let's round out with Mitsuki because she has probably the most mysterious storyline and the one that I am most confused in which direction it's going to head in because yeah. after the nuke occurs, she's essentially assuming Hanada's dead, but she still hears a signal coming from the same satellite. So she thinks possibly that she could still be alive. But I don't know where that takes her. I can only assume it takes her into another um, collaboration with her friend Kaido, who is in love with her. 
you know, part of me kind of hopes that, you know, she ends up with Kaito, you know, because he's kind of like just like this loyal dude, but. It's a good friend. Uh, but yeah, you don't see that. I don't see that happening. You know, she's she's pretty much all in on Hinata. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen with her. What are your predictions for where Mitsuki ends? Because her whole storyline is pretty much she's in love with this woman who is now presumably dead and the first victim of the alien attack. Well, maybe Sam Neill is yeah. the first victim of the alien attack. <laughs> um and then she's like the the you know the madman in the square screaming you know she's alive she's alive and finally everyone believes her, but then they use that information to nuke the ship, which you know honestly was kind of the right call. Let's be honest. I, you know, I, I would sacrifice one person for for human plus billion as well. Yeah. So it wasn't like one of those decisions where you're like, "What are you doing? That's that's evil." And like, no, it's you know it's freaking aliens, man. Yeah. Um. With that being said, I have no idea where she's going from here. I have absolutely no clue where her storyline goes. Although she seems prominently featured on the trailer from the first 10 seconds that I saw. I I have done my best to not see anything from the trailer. I don't remember any of the trailer aside from her face. So I, 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 I don't know anything about season two other than, than that one thing that they posted on social media had terrible CGI. That's, that's all I'll say. Um... Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure where where her character is going to go either. It is I mean she 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 does seem like I guess the most intelligent. She seems like like an asset that somebody's going to want back. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know if somebody brilliant. is she's... like is somebody on the inside that like gave her access to that or did she give herself access to that satellite and you know, she's just kind of like hacking into the system to get the information she wants at that time i i don't know maybe she's not working alone um i i did think that the sound she heard was different though mm-hmm. I, it didn't it didn't feel the same to me um so maybe maybe this is the first uh i guess glimpse of of what these larger alien creatures might sound like i mean even if it is Hinata, how are you gonna get her Maybe she'll take a uh, taxi ride on an alien ship down. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I don't think there's any shuttles going up to space anytime soon. No. You know? No. So, um, so, all right, let's recap our four characters here. We have Anisha mm-hmm. with her children deciding what her next moves are going to be. She doesn't think the alien invasion is over. We have Trevante, Trev, reunited with his wife. Yeah, I mean, he is Trevante, right? I'm not just calling him it's, Trevante. It's Trevante. Okay, but I prefer calling him Trev. Trev. I like writing Trev more because my notes don't keep telling me that I'm writing it incorrectly. Yeah. Trev is reunited with his wife, and we'll see where that goes, right? He's the mm-hmm. first to witness his mothership. Does he go back to the military? Pretty much blank slate for most of the characters because most of what they the to-dos on the list are done for a lot of these characters, right? Yeah. Trev is reunited with his wife. It's not something that they have dragged on to another season. Uh, Anisha has protected her children. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's possibly going to be a doctor again, right? Or get the life back of being a doctor that she could have potentially done. Yeah. Casper is in some void of sorts. I that- think he's in his brain. I think he's in his brain, but I think he's more, most definitely alive, you know, mm-hmm. um, and most certainly going to link back up with Jamila because he's the luckiest kid in the world. He gets to be stranded in an alien invasion with the love of his life. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. just, come on, mm-hmm. come on. They're going to team up again. Of course. Yeah. So, he'll team up with Jamila and, you know, possibly the, the bully douche, Monty. No. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. They built up that kid too much. <laughs> um, and potentially his friends. They have a little Goonies situation there with his little friends group. It feels very Goonies-like. So I do like that dynamic, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you have um, Mitsuki, who is just had her encounter with this Buddhist and kind of put the past to rest. But now she's after this, you know, last hope of this signal that she's potentially heard from Hinata, but we don't know where this is going to go. 
And that pretty much leaves us at the end of Invasion Season 1, you know? Mm-hmm. All of these things wrapped up. Hinata's presumably dead, but now we have a little bit of hope. Casper's presumably dead, but he's actually yeah, alive and possibly <laughs> seeing the next steps of how of what the aliens want, what they're doing here, maybe the secret to defeating them, you know? Trev uh, possibly sees this mothership and says, you know, I met this little blonde boy in London and he had this weird connection to these damn aliens. And maybe I should go back there and reunite with this kid. Who knows? Maybe he feels that way. And then Anisha um, has her boy who doesn't get nosebleeds, has a husband that could still be alive. And maybe it's the love story of the century, the redemption story. Ahmed has potentially a bastard child out there in the womb of his mistress. You know, maybe he feels the need to go and find her, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we leave our characters and it's interesting because we don't know where it's going to go from here but if it's anything like season one it should be a fun ride and yeah. Apple has definitely been pouring in more marketing dollars into promoting Invasion season two than I've seen them do for a lot of their other shows yeah it's it has been much more difficult to avoid watching trailers for Invasion than it was for Foundation yes they're just yes. everywhere okay so then as we end this season, what are your thoughts on three particular characters? Do we see them again in season two? And I'll just round them out, staying them one by one. Okay. Get the Ahmed. First one. Ahmed. I kind of, I think Ahmed's dead. I don't think we're going to, we're going to see him. He, he did have his, his one redeeming moment, but I don't feel bad for him really. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of him throughout this entire, entire series. So, Okay. I'm not I'm not gonna make any wishes or hopes that he's still alive. Hinata. Hinata, I I think she was alive mm-hmm. when we saw her in outer space. Is she still a, or like I don't think she was nuked. I think that one of those alien ships may have been like hijacking the signal. Mm-hmm. And whatever was being communicated and, and was kind of like a, a, a pass through or something. And maybe that's what got nuked and her ship is just still kind of sitting out there. Um, but I do think you might be right in that she she's probably being controlled by an alien or being kept alive by an alien in some way. So yeah, she might be there. But I, I think she'd be alive in the same manner that Casper might be alive now. And lastly, your boy, Sam Neill. Sam Neill's the one I'm holding out for. I, I hope he's alive. I hope we get to see more of Sam Neill and maybe a couple other characters in season two that get introduced to this. I think that would make sense. Could Sam um, Neill be hijacked? Because the thing we, when he gets supposedly killed, mm-hmm. well, what it sounds like is like this needle has gone into the back of his neck. That's what That's it sounds what it like. seems like, yeah. So what if Sam Neill's not Sam Neill? He ends up becoming like a supervillain for the aliens <laughs> in season two and beyond. That'd be interesting. Right. I wonder, I wonder if uh, Anisha is going to run into this, that old town where, uh, where he was the sheriff. Neil? Well, yeah. I wonder if she's going to run into Trev um, at some point in the following season mm-hmm. or what's going to happen there. Maybe they'll, um, maybe they'll contact her again because she successfully took that little alien organism out of that person successfully. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll say, you know, there was this one doctor and she had this incredible skill of removing these things. You know, maybe that's how they bring her back into the fold somehow and, and to be involved with some top secret stuff. Yeah. Um, that, that's how I could see her getting wrapped up in some things. I could definitely see Casper and, and Mitsuki hooking up somewhere, you know, um, simply because he's connected to everybody. As you see when Trev's on the beach and looking through his sketches, he makes out the symbol for the word Hoshi, which means mm-hmm. stars, which is the name of the ship, I Hoshi think. Hoshi 12, yep. Exactly. Which may lend itself to that theory that it's connected to the mothership that you see in the distance. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the kid Casper is seeing all these things that he's never personally witnessed before, right? Yeah. So, who knows what occurs there. Let me zag from you and I'll say all three of them are alive. Um, Okay. I'll say Ahmed's alive. I'll say Hinata's. I feel least confident in Hinata. I think that I think that the aliens probably hijacked her in a way to uh to exploit a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You know? 
but let me just zag and just say that. Okay. You, you even can, though, you can even though I don't really believe it. I do think Casper will end up visiting uh, Mitsuki at some point, just from the, the little preview that we give. You, th- you think it's going to be one of those things where he keeps seeing a recurring vision of somebody and he's like, I need to find this person, you know? He yeah. has to go on a on a voyage. <laughs> that could be plausible. What if what if this uh, compass that he sees in his brain somehow leads him to uh, to Mitsuki uh, to Maybe. not his father? Maybe. I gotta say, um, did we get confirmation of Jamila's mother? Is she alive or dead? She's alive. She uh, okay. Jamila finds uh, her mother, or I guess her mother actually finds her. In a moment, uh, or for a moment, in the the last episode, and it was it was a very short uh, embrace. We didn't see them together for very long. Yeah, I blanked on that one because it's kind of hard to not imagine her and Casper teaming up in season two. Mm-hmm. So I do wonder how do you tell your mom I'm gonna leave home as a, like a preteen to go uh, fight the aliens? You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. well, what parent, unless the, they're the parents from Outer Banks? Are going to let their kid just wander off like this, you know? Yeah. I mean, she did seem like an easy mother to get away from. Yeah. Um, not. I'm not saying she seemed like the bad mother. She just... Jamila seems like she's got a lot of flexibility in the decisions that she gets to make as a kid. So, I could totally (laughs) see her peeling away from her mother and going after Casper. You know, maybe maybe she, she sees Casper wake up in the hospital and they run out. Uh, I don't know where they would go together, but um, I, yeah, I, I do think they'll still be a pair. All right. So, with all that being said, what are you most looking forward to in season two? What characters are you most looking to pick up with in season two? And what are you most hoping to see the direction uh, become in the show or lead to? While I do like um, Anisha, I, I, I like uh, Trevante's character. Shamir Anderson, who plays uh, Trev, mm-hmm. is incredible. His some of his, like the acting moments he has in this series, like when he's in the booth calling his wife, and yeah. specific when he sees the alien ship, his facial expression of seeing the alien ship is is amazing. It's haunting in a way. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, continue. Yeah, now I I really want to pick back up with Trevante. I I feel like he's probably going to end up leaving his wife again. Yeah, I think he's going to be like, "Honey, you got to go fight." Yeah, said, come with me st- this time. But I want to stay with you, babe. And he's just yeah. like, no, I'll be here though. <laughs> part part of me wants to see go uh, save the world, Trev. Tre- yeah, Trev get <laughs> back in the fight though. You yeah. know, the the whole fight that we've seen thus far has been over in like you know England and and places like yeah. that. And I don't we think got he's one soldier have to go yeah. back over there. That, that's what it'll be. It'll be. Does anyone kill one of these damn things? <laughs> I shot one once. Nah, I didn't do anything. Just absorbed the bullets. Um, we got one guy. He's yeah. out in California. Name's Trev. <laughs> he said think... he's killed. He said he's killed three of these things. Get him out here. And he's gonna have to find Casper somehow. Yeah. I I think the fight's coming to him. I don't think he's gonna have to go to the fight. It's gonna be Battle of L.A. But yeah, I mean it. It it feels he lives in California, right, Trev? I'm pretty sure. It yeah. looked like it to me. It definitely yeah. did not look like a Florida beach uh, yeah. or home or anything like that. I feel like you've got to see Trev and Casper team up again. Like they were they were a decent duo. I would be shocked if they see each other. I don't think it's very easy to get on these. Then again, he's military, right? So he, I guess he could, but. Yeah, but it, it seems so difficult. Like everything is going against uh, that from happening. They've got like a world in between them. Yeah. He's finally back with his wife. Apparently, all he had to do to to gain redemption was, you know, stick with her and get a different job. Um, Pretty much. So, there's not a lot that that's really pushing him to get back over there with Casper. But I, I still think there's there's some tie there. Um, I, I I'm also very interested in Mitsuki's journey. Like I, I would say, Trev and Mitsuki are the two people that I'm the most interested in mm-hmm. for season two. Um, and then uh, obviously Casper and Anisha will go to two number two, a close number two. I'm interested in all of them. I'm probably least interested in Anisha at the moment, uh, simply because it seems like a lot of her stuff is resolved in a way. Although what her next steps will be, I, I don't know. 
I just don't know what role she can she can possibly play that seems to be of the scope that Casper, Trev, and Mitsuki could play. You got Mitsuki, who's like this genius level intelligence, mm-hmm. uh, you know, space intelligence person, right? Yeah. And who has a, a lost lover in space. You got Casper, who literally can see the aliens and feel them and, you know, see what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And you got Trev, who's a soldier and who's experienced you know, battling these aliens about three or four times already. Anisha is, has a son who has some connection to the aliens. I think whatever happens with Anisha revolves around Luke. I was going to say. Whether he goes missing and she's got to find him or I think that's her role to play in this somehow. Yeah. I mean, I I think the focus might pivot to Luke Mm -hmm. um, when we move into season two. I mean, we, we definitely start to see a lot more of him and his character begin to develop in the last like two episodes of this season. Yeah. yeah. So I do think we're, we're probably going to see a pivot here. I think her role's majorly going to be in, in protecting him and, you know, make sure I guess he doesn't run away and throw away the only weapon that they have uh, against these aliens again. You know, it's um, creepy. What? The frame that we have up on this rock, you can see an eye looking up at Luke. In the rock, it looks like a face. Do you see it? Yeah, it kind of yeah, does. Do you look see, like do you it. see the shape of face? Like, r- put like do a uh, draw a circle. You can see a nose. You can see the top of a head. Yeah, the nose, the head. It kind of it kind of does look like it though. I think it's just where we have this freeze framed at the moment. It's uh, it looks sure damn well. It looks like an eyeball. Can we screenshot that just in case? Like, we're the first people to pick up on the. This is the aliens like spying on the Earthlings here. Well, I do think the aliens are spying. I just think they have a different way of seeing. I'm not quite sure what that way is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, any categories you want to get into here or anything you want to do before we round out this Megapod? Hmm. Let's let's do our re-ranking that we did earlier in the season. Who has Um, it worst? (laughs) Yeah. let's, Let's do the who has it worst. I'd say Trev has it best right now. Yeah. He's reunited with his wife. I'd say um Casper has it pretty shitty. He's he's in a morgue and you know, possibly dead. Um his mother's dead. Mm-hmm. And he has these confusing visions that has he probably has no idea what direction to go in. So I'd say he maybe has it the worst at the moment. I would agree with that. Uh, Mitsuki is has purpose. She knows what she's going to do next. It seems like she's going to try to triangulate whatever or figure out whatever this signal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she seems about just about moved on and trying to get on with her life. And uh, I think I mentioned everybody. Uh, you did not mention Anisha. I just think that Anisha is in possibly the her and Casper are tied for worse. You know, she has two kids. She doesn't know what to do. Her husband just died, yeah. you know, and um, she's in a house with probably with limited supplies and who knows what her next steps are going to be. Although she has good prospects if she's able to become a military doctor. That's true. Um, I'm going to rank from, from worst spot to best spot. It's going to be Casper in the absolute worst position. I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Next is going to be Anisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think... Yeah, Mitsuki's in a pretty good position as well. I mean, she seems to be in a safe area. She she's is utterly alone. With among- she is, of course, she's alone, but she has intel and she has a lot of skill um, yeah. that I think many people from the military and others in charge are going to want. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I do agree. I think Trev is is probably in in the best place right now. I mean, he's, he's back home so with he's his family beach. You exactly. Know. Yeah. Just, you know, soaking in the rays on a, yep. on a beach where the ocean is just disappearing because the ship is so large that maybe it has its own gravitational pull or something. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm a civilian, I'm taking a boat out into the water and I'm just fishing for the rest of my life. I'm just taking a boat out there. I feel like these aliens aren't going to mess with me on the water. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen them go into water yet, but like they've been in rain. Island. Like, like I don't think they're they're too terrified of it. I I'm wondering if we're gonna pick back up in season two with like a lot of natural disasters. Like, I'm wondering if we're about to see cool. a tsunami be super cool. happen over there 
right where Trav is standing. That would be cool. That'd be super cool. All right. Let's round this mega pot out. We got to do, do a trailer it. breakdown. And when tomorrow night, we're hitting you with our instant reaction of episode one. If Apple does release it as we think they will. They um, better. In about uh, 18, 18 hours. hours. Yeah, just about 18 hours. Okay. So, mm-hmm. all right. Let's round it out. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed our short-lived coverage of Invasion Season 1. We do apologize for not doing deep dives of, of Episodes 4 through 10. But we hope you understand and did enjoy our Megapod if you did listen to it after finishing Season 1 of Invasion. And we hope you are equally excited for Invasion Season 2 because we will be covering that episodically, week to week. That's where you can catch it. So, as always, continue tuning in. And we hope you're checking out our Foundation Season 2 coverage. We drop instant reactions and deep dives every week. Instant reactions typically go live on Thursday late night or Friday early morning. And deep dives come out on Sunday around 9 p.m. each week. So check us out there. Look at the links in our description for any more information on our podcast network. We are independently owned and we appreciate all reviews and ratings, especially the five stars ones and the ones that say all sorts of nice things about us individually. You know what I mean, Zach? I do love those. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Zach, to your outro, sir. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Invasion by Story Archives. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can find us on YouTube at Soapbox Podcast Network, where you can find a bunch of different playlists for different shows that we've been covering over there. You can visit our website at soapbox.house, email us at contact at soapbox.house, and we do have two links in the description below, one to sign up for our quarterly newsletter, and the other is to fill out a survey that we have open right now while we are collecting information to continue building the network. All right. Well, until next time, we will see you on our coverage of Invasion Season 2. Peace!